Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. Hi, guys. Hello. Happy Labor Day weekend. Yeah, man. Corey, I'm starting off with a would you rather. I would rather stay home on Monday. And you wish granted. Thank you. I'm your genie in a bottle. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> so would you rather be labor intensive physically, labor intensive mentally? Uh, Physically. Yeah, definitely physically, because mental labor intensity drains me beyond belief. You can recover mm. pretty quickly from a mental, I mean, from a physical draining. But, man, it takes me a minute to get bounced back from uh, that other. Yeah, so how about uh, you? <laughs> oh, well, I, for me, I think because I'm used to the mental labor intensive when it comes to physical, <laughs> I just shut down. I, <laughs> I am quite miserable, actually. Aww. And we'll share a story about that later. And I don't mind being candid and open and free to say what I'm talking about. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, I really needed this weekend after the week. And then the week prior, it was very challenging mentally. Mine too. And you know what I was going through. So yeah, that was, that was pretty crazy for me. And maybe one day I'll share the details of that. But, uh, that I just have never had so much mental stress. Yeah, I know. And it, I was like, whoa, I've not seen him like this and if i have it hasn't been and it's been a really long time since yeah. then to where i didn't even know what to do with it i didn't know what to do with it so <laughs> yeah well you guys this is the 99th episode let me just stay there for a moment like right now this is the 90- this is the 99th oh, yeah i'm so excited I, I just can't believe it you know i love the feedback that we get uh there have been a couple of comments about There are things that we repeat, but I think that's really the trainer in me. I think as we're building relationships here on Take the Elevator, it's important for me to repeat certain things a couple of times, three times, because I don't know if they've listened to an episode before or whatever that looks like. And if it's important to you, I would hope you'd mention it more than once. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm one of those people that I need to hear it a couple of times. Some of my favorite training videos, some of my most favorite uh, vocal exercise videos, I watch them over and over and over and over and over because that's when it's drilled deep inside of me and I can do it from memory opposed to having to watch. And then sometimes I just pick things apart. So I'm kind of like that. I know everybody's not like that, but that that's me personally. Yeah. And then I think, wow, 99 different episodes if you were if anyone were to put themselves in that position to be able to have a conversation in this setting 99 different times i mean i know that there are people who do it thousands and thousands of times so i'm just like wow that's amazing a lot of their messages do the same do stay the same though because they're hired to speak you know a motivational speaker and Mm -hmm. so they have Mm -hmm a topic and they repeat what they do. The thing about repetition that I love too, guys is when you're a musician, Corey, how many times do you practice the same song? Oh my goodness. It's so repetitive that it's, I mean, it's, it's to the point to where it's muscle memory. It's just drilled inside of you. So 
hardcore. And yeah, just let me put it this way. If you take um, the amount of times that we practice a song and the amount of times that we play a song, we're, we're probably playing that one song, probably I'd say about, if I'm being honest, about 200 times. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's not even counting the studio because you have to do take right. after take after take, you know? Yeah. And then you perform it kind of the same. I think what happens, like, you have songs, you and Danny for the Shameless Band have original songs that I dig. And now because I've heard it, I could sing with it. Right. If you were to th- totally throw me off by singing that song differently or, you know, it takes the joy away from me because I'm like, no, that's not how you sung it. Now I can't sing along with you because you've totally changed it up. Oh, you're tapping into something that a lot of people really get upset about. So a lot of people go to concerts to hear a song sing a certain way. Uh-huh. And artists are in themselves, feeling themselves a certain way. And they're like, no, I, I feel like the art is pulling me in this <laughs> right? direction. So your favorite song comes out horrible. And you're like, what are you doing? So I've learned the very hard way. Don't do that. Sing it the way you've sang it all along. Don't do the remix. Don't put something <laughs> that you just put together out. Try to stick to the chorus, you know? Absolutely. Well, there's that labor of love, the labor in sharing the same things over sometimes. Cause it's just that important to you. The labor in practicing to make perfect in rehearsals and actually performing. Oh, yeah. And you better be good if you practice that many times, right? (laughs) Right. There's a problem if you're not. Right. When we come back, we're going to talk more about labor and our experiences with the different types of labor. Mm, Interesting. All right, let's talk about this. And I'm not going to hide anything. I said that working manual labor was a bit too intense for me. Mm. So I have a funny story. And if anyone uses this against me, it's quite all right. It is what it is. So I had to do uh, some hours for the community with Caltrans. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. And so this was years and years ago. And these are our wonderful citizens that do uh, work on the side of the freeways. Mm -hmm. And that's some intense work for me. You got to climb up on the incline. You got to bend down and pick stuff. And uh, it's very nerve wracking. And it was hot. It was during the summer. And I was like, okay, I'm volunteering somewhere else. Like, I just could not. I was so tired, and it felt so dirty. And I don't like, like, dirt on my hands. I know that a lot of my friends garden, and I love that. But if I were to garden, I'd use gloves for sure. That's just me. You are cracking me. I'm just being being quiet because I'm just trying to get through this. But you are cracking me up right now, and it's just crazy. And I know people going, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay, like, guys. Laugh away. Have a good old time. And people don't have a past. No, no, not about the past. Oh. Just about the being dirty and dirt on your hands and stuff like that. Yeah, isn't that weird? I mean, and that's no knock on anyone else. I just don't like the the feeling of grime on my hand. 
Oh, I can see that. I mean, I don't think too many people just like to be dirty. I think there are people who don't mind and actually like to get their hands in the soil and in the engine under the hood. Oh, true, true, very true. Yeah, not my thing. Um, what else was pretty? Well, I've worked in restaurants, mm-hmm. got used to that, you know, and you had to mop and pick up after people. That wasn't too bad for me. Um, I think that was pretty the that I haven't really had labor intensive work. I just know that it's not my cup of tea. Right. My, one of my dirtiest jobs, but one of my, Ew, it was a dirty. dirty job, but it was a fun job. Uh huh. And I'll tell you why it was so dirty, and then I'll tell you why it was so fun. Um, I had signed up for a unified school district nearby to become a, a custodian. Mm-hmm. And when you're a custodian, nothing surprises you. I mean, you see some, mm. I mean, you see stuff that came out from every end of the body, and it's like, okay. <laughs> You got to clean this up. You got to figure this out, you know, and, and they have some really good um, uh, chemicals and, and, and tools to help you clean without like there, there's this one and I, I don't even, even want to say the word, but just to give the point, you know, if, if a child would vomit, there's this um, substance that you sprinkle on top of it that hardens it up. So it, it makes it less uh, liquid. To be able to pick it up, pick get it, it up. up. Yeah, oh, get it up wow, faster. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I mean, and that wasn't the bad part. That, that, that was probably, I won't say it was fun, but it wasn't nowhere <laughs> near bad. This was what was bad. I went to this one school, and they had a modular building with restrooms in it. And this particular day, the uh, power had went out. So if you wanted to clean the bathroom, you had to go out there before the sun went down. And so it was a mad race because I had to empty. Oh, and you said, well, why don't you just go straight to the modular buildings? Well, they were across the um, playground, and they didn't tell me this until the principal was about to leave for the end of the day. It was Mm. summertime, so she told me around 7.45. So I was doing my rounds. I had to empty every trash in the elementary school, every trash in um, in the whole campus, and then I had to hightail it out to that porta potty to get it clean. Mm-hmm. When I tell you when I got in that porta potty, it looked like every child in that entire school had went to the bathroom and didn't flush. It was Corey. <laughs> I really hope no one's listening while they're eating or anything. It, it was just one of the most <laughs> craziest sights I've ever seen in my life, and I was like, "And how do you do that? Like, I'd have to walk." <laughs> like I'm not doing this. See, and that, and, and that's what I'm saying. So something laborious like that doesn't intimidate me, right? However, if it becomes a an emotional or a um technical, a mental beat down, yeah, yeah, that's when I gotta walk. I'm oh, I'm, see, I'm trash. I'm just melted. I can't like uh, I can't, <laughs> I can't think straight anymore. You know, but yeah, so th- <laughs> that was one of the craziest, dirtiest. <laughs> situations i'd ever been in but i mean i worked with kids to a point to where um the kids love you and the kids want to be around you you want to be around them even though they you know throw stuff on the floor and you know treat the the, uh campus like it's a a open trash can you just 
learn to understand what's really going on there. You know what I mean? So that's one of my horror stories that was kind of good and bad at the same time. Did you gag? No. See, I have really bad gag reflexes. The only time that I have not gagged where I thought for sure I would is when I did direct patient care because I actually felt very sympathetic. So I didn't want to embarrass them or make them feel bad. And so I just suppressed gagging. It wasn't even something that happened. Right. Now, you get me in a situation like that, I'm I'm going to lose it. Right. Like, right. I look at food, and if it looks wrong, I gag. This is true. Um, <laughs> it's a very <laughs> true story. People are like, what? But no, seriously, I have really bad gag reflexes. And just thinking about it makes me want to upchuck, but I'm not going to, obviously. But, um, yeah. I didn't know that you, you've never shared that with me, but why would you? Like, that's just a weird story. It, yeah, and it's not something you just go, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, remember this time when I did Right. But yeah, that was, um, that was a very interesting time in my life, yeah. and, to say the least. And not because the job was demeaning. I, I never felt like I'm less than because I do this job. I, I actually felt like if I don't do this job, this school won't go on. This school won't function properly because nobody wants to go into a restroom or a classroom where there's vomit or feces or something like that. So I I felt like I was more empowered in that position. You know what I mean? Interesting. I love that perspective. There's a side story that just came to my mind. Speaking of you working at the schools, so for those who know us, Corey and I have three children, two of the two oldest are mine from a previous marriage. Then we have our youngest, Xavier, which is Corey's from a previous relationship, right? True. And so uh, my kids, Michaela and Nathan, are half Italian, and then what I am, and then Xavier is black. And I think his mom has a little Czechoslovakian or whatever that mix is. It's a really beautiful mix. Either way, this is our family dynamics. And it's mom, dad, these are kids. We don't explain anything. Although I've seen people look like, huh? yeah, <laughs> dude, she, she did something behind your back. And these are not your kids. But either way, I remember you telling me a story. It was in the cafeteria. And Nathan, our middle child, uh, he's just, he's a funny guy. And he doesn't even know it. So he was with his friends, and I don't know, he was probably, what, first grade? And he has a cousin that goes to that school, and his cousin is half Filipino and half Vietnamese. So they're like, he's like, oh, there's my cousin. That's my cousin Christian. And everyone's like, that's your cousin? Like, how is that your cousin? <laughs> and just a few minutes later, you walk into the cafeteria, and he's like, oh, and that's my dad. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I know the kids are like, okay, something's wrong with you, or you're a liar, but this can't be your family. So I've always loved that just the whole color the whole rainbow of colors in the family and i love when people look confused but i think that's normal nowadays yeah families are so blended it's not a a thing that makes you twerk your and go "Hmm?" no everyone's like okay cool well yeah i mean everyone has had that moment in life where their parents said what they wanted you to do and how they wanted you to live your life and that included who they thought you should date or who they thought you should you know, spend the rest of your life with. 
Some of us caved to that pressure. Some of us did not. Some of us went a direction that we thought we wanted to go and had something deeper on the inside that said, I really didn't want to do that, but I thought this would probably be best for me. And then once you go down that road and you realize, hey, look, that's not what I wanted. That's not what I ever wanted. I want to do something different. And I think that's a lot of what's happening in today's society. People are just coming to the the conclusion that this is what I want to do. I don't want to do what you want me to do. And it brings them happiness. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny, Corey, because when we were talking about today's episode, we're like, it's 99th. Let's take it easy. Let's not do anything too much. But you and I always end up just talking and then it goes in different areas. Um, I definitely didn't think we were going to be talking about vomit and poop <laughs> and the way you described well, it. Well, that was a part of my labor. You know? That's true. I remember another job you had and this one I know was hard on you. And I thought this one would have been your most intensive labor when you worked in a huge butt Ford shop. For an aerospace company. True. Oh, man. Say that. Uh, that that was quite crazy. I worked mm-hmm. in a Ford shop. I was the only English-speaking, completely English-speaking person in there. And everyone else spoke some form of Latin, Spanish, uh, Colombian, something. <laughs> Did you say Latin? Latin? Is okay. It, yeah. There is a Spanish or a language called Latin, right? There is, but I never mind. Okay, Latin. I've just never heard it described as Latin. <laughs> okay. Forgive me if I said that wrong. I'm just right. telling the story. So it, it was labor intensive and the fire in a Ford shop is unreal. Like when you walk in there, it's instant sweat. Yeah. Uh, not to mention when the oven opens up. Oh, if you got hair on your arm or it singed immediately and you know, you don't have to be close to it. It's just that intense. Mm. And you're wearing layers of clothes because you just don't want to be burned by the intense metal that's in that, in that shop. And so I found myself learning how to communicate sign language, hand language, and whatever words that I could put together that, you know, that particular individual spoke. And then they were doing the same thing. So there were, there were times when, they were communicating with me and I didn't know what they were saying. And so they were struggling. And then I was trying to communicate with them and they, you know, vice versa. And so one day, one of the main guys came up to me and he asked me in his language, did I like soccer? And I said, well, I never really watched soccer before. And so he gave me a copy of a soccer tournament that he was watching and he recorded it somehow on his phone and so he let me watch it and he just said, watch it during lunch, you know, and that was his gesture to me to that made that job so much easier after that point, because it's hard for me to work in environments where I don't feel welcome or I don't feel comfortable. And and once that comfort sets in, I, f- I feel a whole lot more at ease. So, yeah, mm, I was wondering if you guys were using soccer signs for communication, but it was just him sharing something that he was passionate about. And yeah. So it built a team feeling. Very much so. Got it. At the same company. And here's a funny story. I remember this was probably one of the most labor intensive jobs I had. Um, I was 
in charge of the department that had to do material review. So these were our rejected parts, airplane parts, guys. Aerospace. Aerospace. So this is important. You don't want to mix rejected parts with the good parts because then what happens is you ship rejected parts, they put it on a plane, and that is bad, bad news. Planes will go down. Yes. So you want to move these parts. You want to label them, move them away from all the other good ones, right? And I like to get my job done, and I like to get it done quickly. For me, it was very important. And so I'd have to reach out to the guys, you know, like, hey, can you move my parts? And they wouldn't move them. And so they started getting just kind of mixed in to where I wasn't comfortable. So I remember I went to the VP and I said, is it okay if I just learn how to drive a forklift? And he looked at me. (laughs) And of course, he wasn't surprised. He was like. Okay, he's all, you want to drive a forklift? I was, yeah, I can't get them to move my parts quick enough and it makes me nervous and I I just want to do it myself. And I said, Corey's already said that he would train me and so that's what I'm going to do. And he said, fine, uh, go for it. And he he had a smirk. I'll never forget the look on his face. He wasn't surprised though. No. And so we spent a Saturday. You taught me how to drive the forklift. I remember on a Monday, I was out there with my forklift. Yeah, you were. And all the guys were outside going, what the hell is Hanoviva doing now? (laughs) What is she doing? And uh, But that was so much fun. Yeah. I got my little card and everything that I was a certified forklift operator. Yeah, that was crazy and fun. And Stressful because everybody asked me, why would you train her how to drive a forklift? <laughs> I'm like, look, man, I got to live with this woman. If you want me to not do this and you got another thing coming, you know? Yeah. But I think it's through all these job experiences, honestly, and I have had a few. Oh, yeah. And all different things. But through them all, I really learn how to be innovative. And I really learn that you're going to have to take the bull's no, it's not the saying. Bulls gotta, by the bull by the horns. I was gonna say by the balls. No. It's bull by the horns. Yeah. Okay. So I'm taking the bull by its horns almost in everything I've done, and so I I just don't hesitate to try something new because it's worked so many times before. Right. You know. Oh yeah. So I am glad that we have Labor Day weekend. No work on Monday. And we are going to make this session short because we are celebrating the no work thing. But honestly, guys, take the elevator. Doesn't really feel like work. No, it doesn't. But I can honestly say this. After 99 episodes, we are committed. (laughs) That's for sure. Despite, in spite, no matter what, we are committed. Come with me. (laughs) (laughs) you know us to take the elevator we say look up and let's elevate every day